0: Let's get into the episode.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mind of George show. I am not your host, George Bryant, (laughs) as you could probably pick up on, or at least it's now starting to register in your brain. No, actually, my name is Ashley DeLuca, and I am the CEO behind All Things George Bryant. And I am definitely the coffee-loving, caffeinated queen that does basically hashtag all the things. And I absolutely freaking love working with George and being able to interact with all of you guys is such a blessing. And I'm really stoked today because first and foremost, we get to hang out in on the podcast. But second of all, we're going to be highlighting the top five moments from 2023 gosh, can you believe like it's already June and listen, I haven't even fully got out my summer wardrobe and I'm already like, oh my gosh, we are like halfway through, which also reminds me that my four-year-old ends preschool in a week. And that's going to be a lot of fun and summer adventures that are going to come from that. So as we transition into summer, summer fun I wanted to take a moment to recognize some of our amazing episodes that George has done, some of our guests have done with him, and really just highlight some of the moments that I found to be extremely impactful for me as a listener, because I listen just like, just with you guys. Like, I started off as a podcast listener, I went through the process of binging. Basically, George's entire podcast when I joined his world. And ever since then, like I have been an avid listener of all of the episodes, diving in and learning and soaking up all of the good stuff, just as you guys do. And so we're going to dive into the first clip. And before we do, I actually want to take a quick moment. Uh, George, first of all, did not know that I was recording this episode. (laughs) He was like, Hey Ash, um, do I need to record one for Monday? And I'm like, Oh no, like I'm recording it. So we're, we're good. You're good. Um, but within that, um, I want to actually, uh, ask you guys a quick favor. One of the things that I love to do as a CEO is to be able to do things like this, which is to be able to ask to help fill George's bucket. Working alongside George, um, is I mean, it's it's literally such a blessing. He's phenomenal and amazing. And obviously, you guys get a taste of that here on the podcast. But one of the things that you guys don't see behind the scenes is the amount of intention and work that goes into producing this podcast. And not even just from like the team perspective, because obviously I see that too. But just even within the amount of time and effort it takes, even just for George to go through the pod, like process of, gosh, we're almost actually up to 400 episodes, like 400 episodes of content is nothing to like sweat at. It's no joke. And his willingness to continually show up week after week after week, pouring out his heart, pouring out all of the pieces of what's going on and just pulling back the curtain for you guys. And you know, for me as well as a listener, right alongside with you, is literally such, I mean, I want to say such a blessing, but I already know I've said that like eight times. But like that's really the only thing that comes to mind with me. Um, because I do need to drink another cup of coffee probably. <laughs> but within within all of it, I would love to ask if you would take two minutes or maybe just 30 seconds. I think it'll probably just take you 30 seconds actually, to leave Georgia review on the podcast. And the reason why this is so incredibly important um, and why I'm asking this out of all the things that I could potentially probably ask for on this podcast episode. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because George's love language is words of affirmation. And when we receive podcasts um, reviews, they come into our inbox and I will screenshot them and put them into a Slack channel, which he's talked about here. Um, on the podcast, one of the previous episodes is our rainy day. And George truly does read every single one of them. Every single one of them, he'll heart. <laughs> and it really, truly does make a difference within the work that we're doing within um George's world, I know, to be able to read your feedback, to read about your transformations, to be able to read about the impact that is being made through this podcast. And so, if you don't mind, go ahead, take a couple minutes, 30 seconds is kind of what I'm thinking is probably going to take. And if you don't mind leaving some love for George, I would so incredibly appreciate um, being able to create that gift for him this week. So, okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for honoring my request and for hearing me uh, with my ask. Now let's get into the good fun stuff because listen, you know, uh, there were so many moments to choose from. Let me tell you what, narrowing it down to five was very difficult. And as I was going through like my notes and my thoughts, my reflections and all the things, I was just like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to narrow it down? But one of the themes that really came up, um, throughout all of these clips that I'm going to be sharing with you, these top moments was really about being able to step into your power And that's been a big theme within my life, especially within the past year and a half, um, which has been very transformational and has been a a lot of tears, but also a lot of smiles and work and hugs and all the things is definitely being able to step into that. And in order for you to be able to step into your power, I believe that it first starts with the snow globe and it starts with your snow globe getting very shaken up which George does all the time at events. If you've ever been to one of our events, he talks about this. But in this episode, it's number 361 with Jamie Smart. Um, It aired on February 24th. And we'll have all of these linked down below. So don't worry. Like you don't got to write this down. We got it all in the show notes for you. But when I go to cue this clip for you, I definitely want you to think about this in the way of kind of going on a little mini journey as we talk about owning your power and what that looks like. And we're going to start by shaking up that snow globe. So let's go ahead and cue that first clip with Jamie.
2: Let me, let me give a couple of things. So, uh, so I want to give a quick visual metaphor that might help. So I've, I've got this, this snow globe here. And and you can see with, if you, if you take a snow globe and you shake it up, it, it, it obscures what's there, right? But if you just let the water settle, then clarity emerges. And the reason clarity emerges is because clarity is the water's natural state. Right? That's its natural state. Well, clarity is your mind's natural state. And so when we get into contaminated thinking, which is natural, like it happens for everyone, that's what, when our things that basically aren't true. And by not true, I don't mean like, you know, what do you believe about the price of fish? I'm talking about believing that reality works in a way that it does not work. We are we, our, our very nervous systems make us subject to believing that reality works in a way it can't work. So for instance, I'm coaching someone. They say, oh, I'm terrified of a talk I need to give in a couple of weeks. I'm like, well, where does it seem to you like that experience is coming from? Well, the talk, I'm nervous about it. Well, the talk's two weeks away. It might get canceled. We don't know what's going to happen. The, top, the experience can't be coming from the top. The experience is coming from within. But it genuinely seems to them like it's coming from somewhere other than the moment. And so that's what gets the head riled up. Now, the, the thing we've got, George, is you've got a built-in signal when you go off track, which is as soon as we believe that our experience is coming from somewhere other than thought, other than the moment, other than from within we start spinning, we start having a lot on our mind, we start getting bothered, anxious, all that sort of stuff. Well, that signal is sort of like the rumble strips on the edge of a highway. It's there to let you know that you just veered off track. But what happens for a lot of people is they hit the psychological rumble strips, whether it takes the form of anxiety or depression or stress or bother or whatever, they hit those psychological rumble strips and they don't realize that that's a built-in signal letting them know to change direction and they they dig further into it and i do too like i'm still subject to this i still get tricked by it because what we're talking about what i describe as the outside in misunderstanding is the most deceptive trick in all of history like it's very very deceptive so things that mm. things that people can do to kind of uh, start connecting with it. One is just just like grab a hold of that snow globe metaphor if it works for you. And and just recognize that we all have times where when our thinking gets clouded with contaminated thinking and and we'll have physical signals that'll let us know that we'll have you know spinning thoughts and preoccupation. And that's a signal to back off of what you're thinking about, not think harder about it. But so many of us have been uh, conditioned to take that as a signal to think harder, think more <laughs> about it, right? So, so ease off on it is my first tip. Uh, another, another tip would be for people to think about to just reflect on when do you get your best ideas. When do you get your best ideas? Because what that's going to point to you, point you to is. A capacity that you already have. Now, here's what I'm not saying. Let's say someone says, "Well, I get my best ideas in the shower." I'm not saying, "Well, you should spend way more time in the shower each day." What I'm saying is, recognize that that's ref- that's showing you an innate capacity that you already have mm-hmm. built in. Because so, th- and, and in relation to that, by the way, the other thing I, I'd, I'd uh, encourage people to to reflect on is, to ask what stuff that you've been through that that you came through, and that you survived, that you never would have thought you'd have made it through, but you did. Like, Because my, you know, it's funny, we all have times when we experience self-doubt and stuff, but if you stop and think about it for a moment, the fact that we're here means that we've come from a long range of millions of ancestors, right, each of whom managed to do two things. They managed to survive until breeding age Mm -hmm. on a planet where most creatures get eaten before they get to breeding age. And then they managed to hook up with someone at least once and give birth to a progeny that made it to, that went through the same thing that gave birth to a child or uh, whatever that made it to breeding age and hooked up with someone. And that's happened over and over again, millions of times in the most, fully validated product development cycle in history. And we are the leading edge of that in a very real way. So you're built for reality. You're built to thrive and survive and prosper. You're built for that. And most people don't realize that. You, you know, you got a lot more going for you than you think. So I I encourage people to look at just how resilient they actually are. So that's another another thing that can just another thing would be just to look at that thing of the teddy bear, like it, it, to just have a look at your life and look at how much of the stuff that you're up to is informed by the idea of I'll be happy when I'll have a good life when. Now, here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with having goals. I've got all kinds of oh, goals, of course. all kinds of things that I want to achieve. But the what's funny, the last line in the new edition of the book is I say something that one of my mentors said to me, which is. The experience you're living in is all you get. Mm-hmm. The feeling you're living in is all you get, you know? And so there are all kinds of wonderful things that people are inspired to create and do and build and accomplish in the world and more power to you. Uh, but if you're practicing putting off being happy until later, then by the time later arrives, you'll be really good at putting off being happy. So I encourage you to, you know, uh, just really take some time looking at the places where you might've done an I'll be happy when, or I couldn't be happy if, or that sort of thing. It's funny. I saw an interview with Ray Dalio Mm -hmm. and Dalio, uh, Obviously he's worked with some extraordinarily successful people, but he's also had his fair share of people in his, in his orbit who have gone bankrupt and that sort of thing he said is really interesting when people kind of lose everything uh,
1: financially. So even just going through the process of re-listening to that now, it just reminds me about like resiliency, right? Like being truly resilient. Through all of the fog, all of the, really honestly, all of the snow, because here's the thing, like fog, it can be heavy, right? Like, you know, you talk about heavy fog, Um, but more so within that, when you think about a snow globe and all of the snow up in in the air, like the sky is holding that snow. And when you think about life in general, a lot of times we're holding so much up above us. I personally actually feel it in my shoulders often, especially when I start to get overwhelmed and really tired. I oftentimes feel that amount of pressure on my shoulders. And it feels again, very much. So like all that snow is just packing and packing and packing and packing onto my shoulders, all of these things, all of these like life decisions. And just frankly all of it. I'm sure you could fill in the blanks of life things that stack up. And that's why I think it's really incredibly important as we go into this next clip to really think about how can we really push for our future and not push from our past? Because that's a very clear distinction. It's very interesting to think about. And that's why in episode 370, this was a solo Um, episode with George that aired on March 27th. He talks about this. And so let's just go through the process of cueing this clip and let him explain it.
0: So I'm saying this to you because I need you to understand and I want you to understand. I want to tattoo this on your soul. Like if you were in front of me and I had a tattoo gun, I would tattoo your brain, your heart, your soul to remember that no matter what happens, if your platform works, if your videos work, if the offer works, if it doesn't work, if, if you get stumbled down, if you have 28 failed startups. like None of that is evidence to ever doubt your gift or your ability to win in this game. Because if you keep pushing consistently, and you're pushing consistently not from your past, not from where you were, but consistently from where you want to be what you want your life to look like, how you want your days to be, how you want your energy to be, how you choose to spend your time. And you're working from a place of that consistently and taking consistent actions every day to get there, irregardless of how you feel. You're guaranteed to get there. And that principle applies to your personal life as well as your business, as well as your relationships, as well as your team, as well as every single area of your life because nothing is compartmentalized. And so you have to be willing to play this game where you also recognize that you are the star player, like you are the quarterback on the field, for lack of better terms. You are the talent. You are the Olympic gold medalist. But you are also the coach. You are also the manager. You are also in charge of the entire field while also being a star player. And you have to be willing to separate your performance from your self-worth. You have to be willing to separate that the video didn't work doesn't mean you're bad or you failed or the video sucked. No, there's probably great parts of the video and then there's probably four or five parts that can be tried again differently, so try again.
1: Now, while that was a thousand percent, so good. That was just a small little piece of that episode. And so if you want to be reminded of who you are and the amazingness that you bring into this world, definitely stop on by episode 370. It's a great reminder. I've listened to it several times now Um, because a lot of times, sometimes we honestly just need to be reminded of our gift. We need to be reminded of how... Not just like how incredibly special we are, but how incredibly intentional everything is up to the point of you actually getting to this current moment with you and I together. So our next clip, as we queue on through, we don't have no commercial breaks on this one, so we're just going to keep going, is a huge fan favorite. So we actually got so many DMs about this episode, so much feedback. And this specific individual was also one of our last speakers at um, our Lighthouse Business Accelerator event. And they're actually coming back again, okay? Like, it was so good. This human is amazing. Um, But more so than that, this is something that I am also really incredibly passionate about, which is letting go of this super over manicured and basically soulless idea of video and social media content. For me, I personally love the vulnerability. I love the honesty. I love the truth. I love really just feeling very much so in the moment with people. And in this specific clip, Mo actually talks about why manicured videos. And I probably don't have to give you any examples. I'm sure something popped in mind for you um, that just Felt so incredibly just off. Like you just watching, you're just like, that person really isn't in it. Like they don't, like they're saying one thing, but the feeling or the vibe that they're giving off, their energy is saying something completely different. So let's just go ahead and press play on this one because Mo explains it so beautifully, talking through this entire process of being able to step into your power, especially when it comes to your video content.
0: My only thing in my brain is this is the integrity that keeps me in sobriety. gotta be that's it because it's my authentic expression, yeah, which is like no, no, no no, 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 I'm integrity. I have no problem laughing at myself. I stop keynotes now, i don't care, yeah it's just so funny that my truth creates the most ultimate rewards the more I protect
3: it every time because you don't my my another <laughs> another a coach of mine he says when you 're saying the truth, you don't have to think too hard, nope. Because it just comes out, like, if you ask me my name, Mo? yeah, is that sure for something, Muhammad? Yeah, I'm quick. But like, ask somebody lying. this is I know we're talking about video, but like do you ever watch a video and you're like, something's just not kosher about this video? I talk about it all the time. I tell people that like when <laughs> when you fucking call me
0: <laughs> and you're in a meltdown and you're about to lose your company and then you come to my office and you spend three days with me and payment a zero amount of money. And then it works and it doubles your business and you ask me for a year what I did and I tell you the same fucking thing right. is that all I did was align your truth so it came across authentic 100%. and everything else worked. And then they all are like, oh my God, I see it now. Oh my God, I see it now. Because you can sense that. You can feel that from yes. a mile away. Yes. And this authentic expression, this thing of like not having to carry the weight and remember the story and knowing your message and just... Being yourself and being nuanced and allowing your personality and allowing the nuance of your personality and these expressions of self and these quirks—like what you don't understand—is that everybody who begs me for strategies and tactics refuse to utilize the ones that are free (laughs) and the most (laughs) effective that will blow any other one out of the water. That create the ultimate core that's required. For any emotional-based decision, which is all opting in and all paying, which is safety because it humanizes you. 100%. Because
3: if you watch a video and it does not feel in alignment, you can tell that the speaker is being incongruent with who they are. It's like the uh, – what's it called in AI? The Uncanny Valley? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. When you're watching somebody and you're like, wait, is this a robot? Because they, their eyes come across like it doesn't have a soul? Yes. That is the feeling we get as an audience member when we're just like, something is not – Right here. Yep. yep. And usually the conclusion is this person's trying too hard. This feels too manicured. Yep. Like, and we're seeing that with tests, like the higher fidelity of the footage or production on social immediately triggers us into pattern recognition of ads. Yep. And we're like, I don't want to watch an ad. So you have to play this line. I know you're like, I thought this guy was going to teach me how to video, but I promise you, I can teach you camera. I can tell you all that stuff, but the how... We'll ne- you'll never get there if you don't just cement yourself in the notion that there's an audience out there that has no idea who you are, and the only way for them to get closer to you is twofold. You have to speak in a way that they can understand, and you have to do it in a way that's yourself. 1,000%. That's the game. That is it. Everything else will be optimized with the reps. Yes.
1: Every single time. Okay. So uh, I think I I didn't actually say... <laughs> Um what episode number it was I was doing so well and then I just was like thinking about Mo and I was just like Mo <laughs> Okay but let me go back so that was episode that's that clip essentially um is from episode 371 with Mo and that episode aired on March 31st Phenomenal dude he literally oh my gosh after our well during our last event he had the entire room, almost ready to pee their pants. Like we had a small group of us and like, it was just the fun, like I have never laughed so hard probably in years than I did, uh, just hearing how Mo goes through the process of just observing the world and life and other people. Like it was just like, so good. It was so good. So anyhow, I highly recommend if you can go on a dinner date with him and just let him let you like, just be like, Please let me laugh. Like, let's do this. <laughs> He's the man for that. Okay, so let's get off the mo topic and let's move into a new one, which is a clip number five or four. Gosh, man, clip number four. Um, within this specific episode, the reason why I picked this one is because this specific matrix slash framework slash method has been really impactful for me because I. Really, really struggle with uh, everything needing to be urgent, everything needing to be done right now. And that definitely has a lot to do with my nervous system. And like, we're not going to go into the deep level stuff because I don't remember the name of any of it. Um, But within that process, I definitely related so much to this episode. And the specific clip that I picked from this was really George talking about you know, how oftentimes we feel like there is no other way to succeed, but to do two things, hustle and self-sacrifice. And as he was talking through this, I just like, was like tearing up a little bit, just like thinking about all of the times that I went through the process of hustling and self-sacrificing and basically giving away my power and my time to other things while my, you know, at the time, my little tiny, my tiny Nick was, you know, sitting in his little jumper. And I, it just brings up so many reminders of not just like how it used to be, but how it gets to be now and what now life gets to look like and being able to design life from a different standpoint. And so this episode is a good one to listen all the way through. Um, it's, I mean, all of them are, but this one specifically I love, um, it's episode 363. Um, it's the Eisenhower matrix one. It's a complete solo with George. It aired on March 6th and I am going to drop you right in on the best moment for me, which cleared up so much, so much, um, in regards to with hustling, self-sacrifice, and again, giving away your power and how you can go through the process of reclaiming it.
0: It's about identifying and recognizing when we are operating at our best, like we're going to go compete for our gold medal today, like today we feel like we are untouchable, to then recognizing when we might be in low power mode and need to regenerate or to recharge, which requires us to intentionally slow down and do an audit of where we're spending our time. And then in doing that audit, we have to recommit and reprioritize based on our current capacity. And the ability to do that successfully comes down to being able to weigh the difference of, let's call them the ingredients in front of you, the ingredients that when you eat them all or chunk them all together or combine them all together, eat that recipe in front of you, that project, that week, whatever that is. And so step one of this game is always getting to a current state, right? And I use that word a ton. I use that phrase a ton. And what I simply mean by that is that if, if I need to diagnose a challenge, if I need to diagnose a problem, if I need to make sure my vehicle is running correctly, in order to do so, I need to have an awareness of the whole vehicle. Um, just like if I owned a real estate portfolio of rentals uh, all over the country and I wanted to ensure this one thing was done and I wanted to be the one to do it, well, I can't do that remotely. I'm going to have to actually go fly there and check that one thing. And so when I use the term current state, what I'm typically talking about is is taking a moment to pause and do an audit or pull yourself up to 30,000 feet to kind of see what's on your plate. What are all these tasks that are going on? What are these things that are overwhelming me I haven't handled? What are these open loops that are here? Where am I actually spending my time? What's on my plate today? Even though it may feel overwhelming It's actually the first step and the first path to mitigating it or changing it or shifting it because we have to know everything that's there and so current state is kind of the first part so when i talked about low power mode last week when we got into current state there it was about having that same state and recognizing that you need low power mode or that you can turn it up or that you're recognizing what's here so now that you have that current state awareness it's time to get into prioritizing how to use it and so I want to make sure that you understand the importance of this, but also like why I'm teaching this. And I'm teaching this because I, I say this quote all the time from Alex Charfin, um, how if you're constantly fighting fires, there's a good chance you're the arsonist. Because when I started as an entrepreneur, I, I was convinced, like I, I literally believed to my core, there was no other way to succeed, but to hustle and self-sacrifice. And it almost cost me everything. And And quite frankly, it did cost me everything quite a few times. I was just resilient enough to get it all back. Um, But it was hard. And I have now had the pleasure of spending my career meeting some of the most incredible people in my life that have built 100 times the size of my success through multiple people that I've met that have never hustled. And the difference is, is their intentionality. It's their awareness, it's their understanding, and it's their constant awareness and reprioritization that makes them successful, not their ability to hustle. Now, do they hustle sometimes? Have they hustled? For sure. We all get to sprint, but it's not this everyday grind. And so one of the easiest ways to be that way is to avoid what Dwight Eisenhower called uh, the urgency trap. Okay. And so I have this incredible article from Todoist. My team will put it in the show notes and I'm going to be reading bits and parts of it to get the big picture of how to actually do this. And so I am going to talk about how and when I talk about how I also want to say this. There are plenty of people listening, myself included, where everything on my list feels important and urgent, important and urgent. And I know that feeling. And I know that feeling so well. And so I'm going to address that now before we get into the how. That's going to come up for you. What I have found is that if I can't see the difference between important and urgent, I'm still having an emotional response to whatever is on my plate. And so I cannot find that clarity. Because there is no way that every single thing on my plate, if half my task list was um, get my son a bath, get him to bed on time with his medicines because he's not feeling well in a meal. And that has to be done in the next 30 minutes if that was on my plate. And then write an email sequence that's not going out for nine days. If I can't delineate the difference between those two things, I have a big challenge that I'm emotionally not seeing something. And so I say this because it is a typically surefire check engine light to go get into your body, to go do breath work, to go move your body, to go work out, to go fill your bucket exercise.
1: Complete mic drop. Am I right? (laughs) If you ever need a reminder to go through the process of following your light keeper quadrants, that is it. And I truly believe if there is one thing that really helped me not only go through the process of like resetting into myself, um, but also being able to just like start foundationally at the bottom, because like, here's the thing, like people go through the process of sharing all of these huge, like not huge words, but these like really trendy words, like again, claiming your power. And it's like, but what, but like, what does that actually mean? how do you actually do that? Like, what does that actually feel like? And that's, that's like very common for me where a lot of times my logical side of my brain will be like, okay, that's cool. But like, can you, can you add some texture to it? Can you give me some flavor? (laughs) Like, okay, you had coffee this morning. Can you give me a little bit more description in regards to with like what was in your coffee? Because like, if you just had plain black coffee Versus if you got like an actual latte with sugar in it, we're going to have two completely different conversations because I'm going to be like, oh yeah, like, that's cool. Like, I I know someone who does that, but like, that's not my jam versus like, oh my gosh, I've been drinking that kind of coffee for like eternity. Tell me more about your roast flavor that you like. Like completely different conversation. And so as we continue on, I wanted to actually close the loop here because again, this really for me is about, again, taking you on this like little journey, how things start to just click together little by little. And like, it's really cool to also see how each of these episodes, even though we do put intention behind what we put together, um, these specific like episodes were not meant to go like in this order, any sort of way. Like this is just what naturally happened. Um, And so it's really cool to see that happen. And so as we go into our last and final clip, it is number five. This is with Julia. And I, gosh, Julia is so cool. Um, That's like the, the easiest way to say it in the most simplified form without getting lost like I did with Mo earlier in how bubbly and fun she is. She's been on the podcast three times now. She's had another episode drop um and this specific clip that I'm going to be sharing with you um is actually from the 373 episode it aired on April 7th uh it was the first one yeah this was the first episode that we did with her um uh, well I didn't do with her george did uh let's be let's like we'll clear up the language there and there was just there was just this moment very early on in the podcast where I felt just so incredibly preached at, if that's the right word to say it. Um, And, you know, George talks often in regards to with, like, when you hear something, you know, a master goes through the process of saying, like, you know, this is such a good reminder, right? And this episode truly was such a good reminder of why blank space is So incredibly important. And I think there's actually a song from Taylor Swift that talks about blank something. I, my sisters are going to kill me if they listen to this. They're going to be like, how, how do you not I know, know this? this? Um, but <laughs> it's so important. Okay. It's more, it's like so incredibly important. And if that random little tangent thing, is going to make you remember how important it is. Perfect. That's the whole entire reason why I said it. And I was like, well, I don't know. Anyhow. So creating space to allow your feelings to come through, to give you the opportunity to reflect, it really allows for you to be able to find clarity. That's what it's all about, right? It's like all about you being able to find that clarity, especially as you've gone through this process now with me, with with these top five clips of, you know, like having your snow globe shaken, right. Everything's shaken up. Like it's all foggy. Things feel a little bit heavy. So let's go through the process of then reflecting on, you know, are you pushing for your future and not from your past? You know, being able to, again, actually create that clarity. So that way you can step in and give yourself that permission slip that you don't have to go through the process of manicuring everything. Not everything has to be perfect. It's okay to show up so incredibly messy. And for you to be able to show up just exactly as you are, which is also a really good reminder for me as well too. And that's why I've ended with these pat like these last two clips to kind of seal it all together, because here's the thing, there is literally no one way to succeed. But what I do know from being part of George's world is that you already have the answers within you first and foremost. And second of all, most of the time you're going to find your next step, or even honestly, just the answer alone. When you gave yourself that blank space, that time to reflect, that's where it all comes from. And in any, 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 any situation that I've been through, it's usually been in that space that I've been able to figure out my next step. So thank you so incredibly much for being here. Thank you so incredibly much for listening through. Um, I think I forgot to tell you that you, you get to now listen to that next clip. So let's do that real quick. Let's, let's actually finish this. (laughs) Let's finish this on out and then we'll move into the closing. How about that? Huh?
0: Now that's not an issue because I know what to do, but I remember those sticking points and and I feel like it's so relevant for so many people. And you you talk about it so eloquently. You're like, Oh yeah, I got this intuitive hit. And I know that this was going to lead me here. And I was like, Oh, Julia. Yeah. That's what it felt like when my whole world was ending. And I felt like my whole life was over if I made the wrong decision, like, (laughs) ah, so like, what are some of the things that people can do to like look for or create space or practices to try or, You know, experiences to create that maybe give them a path or direction with a tool set that they have, but might not have used in a while or forgot how to use to start building that confidence and bringing that clarity. Like, I would just love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Definitely. So, I always say, blank space time. Mm -hmm. If
0: you are in a situation and you don't have the answer, don't go out looking for it, look for it within. Because if you're overstimulated, there's so
1: much noise. This business person saying, do this strategy, do this thing. And you just feel this insane chaos. Preach. Foot on the brakes. Chill the fuck out and just sit with yourself. Because the answers come through silence. They do not come through more noise.
0: I'm just going to let that marinate for everybody. Because listen. I get that this is my podcast and if you're a subscriber of mine, I'm like your spouse who tells you to do things and then you hear them, but you don't do them. But then when somebody else tells you, you're like, that's the greatest idea ever. And then I don't take offense (laughs) to that anymore, but I want you to hear what she just said. And she said, blank space, time, blank space, time. When I tell you that I require you to have a stillness practice every day, And when things feel overwhelming that I want you to go into your body, not away from your body, and create space to allow the feelings to come so you can reflect and get through to start to look for the clarity. When I tell you to turn off the pressure and the noise because the world around you is tainting your clarity and diluting it because of all the pressure, because it's demanding your attention, which is heightening your emotions and making it even harder to process what is at your fingertips. And so to summarize it down, I told you that the most powerful relationship is the one that people neglect the most, which is the one you're guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. And the way you slice it, no matter which way you try to hide from it, no matter which way you try to run from it, there will come a point where it's just you and your thoughts and you can't get away from them. And so the fastest path is to proactively choose them, explore them, go read your owner's manual. It's trying to tell you something, but just give it the space, like check out page 27 and see what the check engine light says in that space. Yes. So, sorry, Julia. I had to go on a soapbox and preach Good. for a minute about I that one. That. Um, I love it. And the the only reason I say that is because like every critical moment in my life, at every critical junction point that has ever led to a positive decision has always come from me being willing to sit with the discomfort, with the feelings, and with the lack of clarity—not with an agenda—but until I sat with it long enough that it cleared itself up. And in that patience of that clarity, it has led me to like the strongest decisions of my life. And so that is like one of the most profound things that you could have said.
1: Amazing, so good, oh, man. Even just like re- again, re-listening to these clips like alongside of you guys. It's just such a good reminder. It is just such a good reminder of just how easy things get to be, how when you go through that process of just taking out those little pieces, those little pieces of conflict, those little pieces of roadblock, essentially, like you take a little bit of snow off your shoulders. It can change everything. It can change everything. And so I just wanted to say thank you so incredibly much for hanging out with me today. Thank you so much for listening on through with me. And just thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being part of our world, part of our community. Um, I absolutely love and adore each and every one of you. And it is legitimately such an honor to be able to serve you guys um, every single day. Like every single day I get to do what I do. I get to Do what I love, which is being able to show up, build relationships, and to be able to create and help run a company that does that as well too. So, it's an honor. It's a gift. I'm so incredibly excited, and I would love to hug you in person. Um, So, if you did not already know, uh, we are in the process of really fully launching out the event. But if you want to go through the process of snagging a ticket. You technically can as I finish up the last details on the event sales page. So if you are wanting to travel to Whitefish, Montana in November, we would love to have you and I would definitely love to be able to hug you in person. So you can check that out, mindofgeorge.com forward slash event. But other than that, I just, again, I just want to say thank you again so freaking much for being here. We absolutely love you. And I promise the next episode that you listen to, there will be no surprises attached, I don't think. Um, Well, we don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe there might be a surprise. But where I'm going to go with there's no surprises. Um, But I'm really, I'm really, really excited because uh, George is going to be doing something fun and new. So I guess that is a surprise. Eh, you'll find out on the next episode. So until then I will see you guys, uh, probably in another episode, maybe one day soon and definitely over on social media. See ya.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the mind of George show